On this coming Shabbat, which will be the 15th of the Hebrew month of Shabbat, known as Tubishvat, we will be celebrating the festival, the New Year for Trees. This New Year is mentioned in the Talmud as one of the four days on which a New Year is celebrated. Rashi, the famous commentator, justifies the choice of the month of Shvat by telling us that it is at this time, when most of the winter rains have already been received, that the sap of the tree starts to rise and the possibility of the tree giving fruit awakens. And therefore, it is an appropriate day for the new year. This date of Tu B'Shvat is important for the requirements of Jewish law regarding the tithing of produce. However, it was the Kabbalists, at the time of the Ari in Sfat, who first revealed its spiritual significance. They instituted the custom of the Seder of Tu B'Shvat, when families and friends sit at a table laden with fruits of as many different types as possible. And at this Seder, we learn the connection between ourselves and the processes of the tree. For a man is a tree of the field, says the scripture. The psalmist, in the very first psalm, describes the difference between the righteous and the wicked, also in terms of the tree. This is what he says. Happy is the man who did not follow the counsel of the wicked, neither did he abide the way of the sinners, nor sit in the company of scorners. But his desire is in the Torah of the Lord, and he meditates in his Torah day and night. He shall be as a tree planted besides rivulets of water, which brings forth its fruit in its season, and its leaves do not wither but whatever he does prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked shall not last in judgment, nor shall the sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked shall perish. Relating to the psalm, the Zohar, the central book of the Kabbalah, explains that the holy are those who give to God and to their fellow man in loving kindness, whereas the wicked are those who just exist and work in order to gratify their own appetites. The wicked are sterile and don't bear fruit. Their source dries up and they fade and wither completely, says the Zohar, whereas those who are going in the way of holiness merit the blessing of the work of their hands. As the psalmist says, whose fruit it gives in time, and its leaf does not fade. The Baal Sulam, Rabbi Hudelev Ashlag, taught that the fruit of a person is there for his good deeds, and this is what we emphasize on Tu Bishvat when we sit at the table laden with lots of fruit. Rabbi Baruch Sholem Halevi Ashlag, the son of the Baal Sulam, in a letter to his pupils that he wrote on Tu Bishvat, writes that all the different actions which the farmer does in order to increase the produce of the tree also apply to a person in his striving to come to God. In the Talmud, in the tractate Shri'it, are listed all the works that the farmer does concerning the tree. Composting, hoeing, removing unwanted growth and blemishes, removing excess leaves to lighten the tree, covering up exposed roots, smoking the trunk of the tree to kill bugs, pruning dead branches and thinning. 
we will look at them one by one and see how they can apply also to a man in his inner work. Composting We nourish the tree with decayed matter. In a person, this is likened to the negative traits of a person. But unlike the tree, we don't need to bring them in from the outside, as each person already has his own negative attributes, which are implanted within him, which come from the ego, or, as we learn, the will to receive oneself alone. It is these desires which prevent us fulfilling our full potential and prevent us from giving fruit. But if we deal with these desires, the energy released acts as compost for the tree. So we need to bring these negative attributes of ours to the surface where we can see them and deal with them. If they remain hidden, we will not be able to correct our deeds. Hoeing. The farmers hoe around the trunks of the trees. Similarly, we need to dig and investigate the purpose of our life and come to understand why we were born and what we're aiming for in this life. Removing unwanted growth. These are unproductive branches coming from the trunk of the tree. The farmer removes them as they waste the tree's energy. Similarly, we need to stay focused on our work and purpose. It's best to concentrate our energy on the aspects of life that are important to us and which will bear fruit. Removing blemishes. The work of Toan Mitzvot is best done modestly. The work needs to be between ourselves and our Creator. The moment we attract attention to our work or we get proud of it, we're making a blemish because it becomes prey to the will to receive oneself alone. Removing excess leaves to lighten the tree. Normally, a tree does not produce fruit before it puts forth leaves. Similarly, with a person, he does not have the possibility of bringing forth fruit, that is, deeds which are done for the sake of heaven, unless he's first put forth his leaves. That is to say, he starts with Torah, which is practised for not for its own sake. We start with mixed motives. As it is said in the Gemara, a person should always practice the Torah, which is not for its own sake, from which he can come to practice the Torah for its own sake. It often happens that we read a book or hear a talk and get inspired and think, hey, I can do that. And we think we can go straight out and be in Tvekut, be in unity with the Creator. But we can't. We have to take the process step by step. In a tree, one needs to get rid of the extraneous leaves. Similarly, in a person, we do need to let go of the previous steps. We need to let go of the Torah which is practiced not for its own sake, in order to come to the Torah for its own sake, and not do things just out of habit. And only then does the scripture say, and his leaf shall not wither, because then all his Torah has come into the framework of holiness. Covering exposed roots with earth. Our thoughts are called roots because they are hidden. And, like in the tree, they develop first. They precede action. But logic needs to be covered, for it does not lead us much further forwards. We need to have faith in the teachings of the sages and thus progress. Furthermore, we need to have faith in ourselves. And even though we may realise just how far away we are from the framework of holiness, we need to battle with the thoughts of despair, cover them 
and know that our negative traits were planted in us by the Creator. And as the scripture teaches us, God brings near all those who are broken-hearted. Smoking The tree is surrounded by smoke to kill the worms and bugs which grow in it. The manna, which was given to the children of Israel from heaven, was a bread of faith. Why? Because the children of Israel had to gather it fresh each morning and just take what was needed for that day. Otherwise, it grew wormy. Similarly, our faith needs to be renewed each day. One cannot rely on previously attained spiritual states, but we need to start each day anew. Pruning dead branches A dead branch occurs when it no longer receives sustenance from its root. Actions carried out from rote without connection to our source are like dead branches because they no longer receive sustenance from their root. Thinning The branches which are green and newly sprouted need thinning out so only a few remain to give fruit and not overburden the tree with too many. Similarly, a person's wisdom should not be theoretical but should match his deeds because only wisdom which bears fruit that is, gives forth to good deeds, is in fact useful. This Tubishvat, may we all be blessed with the blessing of the fruit trees, with which we bless them when we see them blossom in the month of Nisan. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who did not cause any lack in his world, but created in it good creatures and good trees, that people may enjoy them. When we will all be able to produce good fruits, our good deeds, then we will usher in the day when truly all will enjoy from us and nothing will be lacking in God's universe. Mm-hmm.